Today's gospel is taken from Mark. Comes on the heels of Christ's baptism. Mark, who is a writer of few words, moves us directly from the Jordan waters and the sounds of God's voice proclaiming great love and joy over his son to the spirit driving Jesus into the desert in order to face the temptations of life. It would seem clear that before Christ could or would go out to proclaim good news and minister to others, a time of desert wilderness was necessary, but one that was rooted in being called beloved by the divine, by his Father. And so once again, we find ourselves in Lent, a sort of desert time that the liturgical calendar offers us each year before Easter. By now, I'm sure many of you have already given thought and decided what you're going to give up or maybe what you're going to start. Either way, in order to create an artificial sort of desert space for your Lent. But perhaps this is the year that you may want to take a new look at Lent and what your desert time needs to be. For desert time affords us an opportunity to personally look inward at what needs to change in our hearts and our minds and in our lives. Desert time is driven by discernment. Desert time allows us to begin to see, to see what lies right in front of us, but with a new set of eyes. It sounds easy, but what are the barriers, the obstacles, and the walls which hinder us from taking that step? Recently, my wife and I had the opportunity to tour a Florida State Botanical Park in the Keys. It's actually an island called Lignum Vitae Key, and it's been protected for centuries from any sort of development. We had an opportunity for the ranger to take us for a tour through the island. After about a half hour, we got into the middle of the island. We came across a wall, and it was made of uh, coral and shells about three feet high and two feet wide. So I asked the ranger, so what's the story with this beautiful wall, which traveled and traversed as far as the eye could see? So the archaeologists have discovered that wall was built a thousand years ago by the Mayan Indians. And the wall runs perfectly north and south. So I asked, why is the wall there? He says, it seems that the Mayans needed a dividing line between the sacred and the secular. For on the east side of the wall is where they lived and worked. On the west side of the wall is where they prayed to their gods and buried their dead. And sure enough, you could see these mounds that were six, seven feet high uh, of the burial grounds of years ago. Seems they felt it was necessary to separate the holy from the unholy, the spiritual from the worldly, and the natural from the unnatural. As silly as that would seem, don't we all do that to some degree in our lives? Don't many of us go through life creating walls in our lives in order to protect what we want to hide from God and from others? We rather prefer to feed our egos and show others all that we feel we are doing right and hide from everyone what we feel is less than perfect. Worse yet, we carry that mentality over to our spirituality and we begin to craft walls in such a way where we define where God is and where God isn't. 
We fall into a religion of compartmentalism. We delineate where we work and where we play, where we eat and where we pray, what God likes and what God doesn't like. We spend our days and our nights building walls and keeping up our false images to others. In doing so, we've missed the point of this Paschal mystery of death and resurrection, and therefore, we really miss what Lent is all about. See, Lent is a time for change, but not necessarily New Year's resolutions. Rather, it's a time to slow down, to look at soul changes, the spiritual rerouting of oneself. But that will mean taking down walls, spending time in the desert, and coming to the realization that God works through all things, beginning with the death of his own son. For it's only when we stop building the walls, when we stop counting who is right and who is wrong, when we stop defining what God likes and what God doesn't like, that our eyes and our heart and soul are open to the good news of the risen Christ. All you have to do is fast forward to Mark's passion that we'll hear at the end of Lent. It becomes evident that Jesus came to break down walls and the barriers that we create. Remember what happened the very moment that Jesus died? The sanctuary veil, the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And the purpose of this 70-foot veil was to define what was holy and unholy. See, the Latin word for temple is phantom. And everything outside the curtain, outside the temple, was profanum, or what we call profane. So with the tearing down of the curtain, there was no longer a separation of holy and unholy. There was no more profane. Rather, everything was now phantom, the holy, the temple. Christ's crucifixion and death on the cross ended the division of who was deemed by humans to be holy and right. Who was in and who was out? For it's in the death and resurrection of Jesus the Christ that the disciples and we are called to see God in all things. See, Jesus told us, Jesus, who told his disciples to allow the weed and the weed to grow together, doesn't divide the world up between the sacred and the non-sacred. Rather, he talks about using new sight, which allows us to find the sacred in the common. He comes to help us to see things as they are and as they matter and that they're connected and that they're all holy. See, Lent is about breaking down the walls and seeing that all is real. Lent is about letting go of those false images which really don't serve us well at all. And Lent is remembering that we come to God not by doing it right, but actually by doing it wrong. Lent is about focusing on the real you, the you already loved by God, or as St. Paul says, the you who are in Christ, hidden in God. So perhaps the New Year's resolution type of Lenten promises will work for you. But may I suggest that we look to follow the words of St. Francis de Sales, who said, be who you are and be that perfectly well. For this Lenten season really calls us to believe the good news and learn how God loves us in our entirety. Our goal is to break down the walls and let go of what hinders us 
from receiving and responding to this love and therefore loving others likewise. For like Christ, any desert experience that we face will always be rooted in the divine calling you and I, beloved.